Everybody, David Burt's in the house. He's going to host tonight. Go for it, brother. Well, thank you very much. Uh, first thing I want to do is bring up the um, Clash of Champions that took place this past Sunday. In case for those who didn't see it, for those who missed it, pretty much every champion that came into the pay-per-view retained the titles. All but one, and that was Jeff Hardy who lost his Intercontinental Championship to uh, Sami Zayn, who regained the championship in a pretty good ladder match. So we have a new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, also, the women's tag team titles that were scheduled to take place was supposed to be the Riot Squad challenging uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. That match did not happen. Rumor has it. There's a rumor going around that Shayna Baszler may be expecting that rumor has yet to be confirmed, which kind of doesn't make sense to me. Is why would you put a championship on somebody who's expected? Company shouldn't put a championship on you. You're not going to be able to defend the championship. You should not be a champion. At all. At all. I don't care what anyone says. If you're pregnant, you shouldn't be in the ring, you shouldn't be wrestling, and you shouldn't be a champion. Speaking of pregnant women, Becky Lynch is doing better. Getting along with her pregnancy. I believe Seth Rollins is supposed to take some time off to uh, tend to his upcoming new baby, which is the reason Daniel Bryan is not on television. He's been giving time off to him to him and Breeza's second child. Impact News, um, Rob Van Dam, his contract expired with Impact, so he is no longer with Impact Wrestling. He's now a free agent. Also, James Dunn, his contract with the NWA, also just expired. He's now a free agent. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see where all those two are going to turn up. I don't think either man is going to resign with the companies they just uh, left. Also, NXT TakeOver 31, the 31st TakeOver, they have some scheduled matches already announced. Those who don't know, Finn Balor, and this is my personal opinion, I think this match is going to steal the show. It's going to be Finn Balor defending the NXT Championship against the undisputed heiress, Kyle O'Reilly. You have the Velveteen Dream. He's going to face uh, Koshida. The women's championship is on the line. Uh, he'll survive will face Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae's husband, Johnny Gargano, will challenge uh, Damien Priest for the NXT North American Championship. And pretty much that's your card for NXT TakeOver, which is scheduled to take place next month, just before Hell in a Cell, which is scheduled to take place on the 25th of October. And Hell in a Cell will be the last pay-per-view inside the Amway Center, which is where WWE has been. The Amway Center at the end of October. I don't know what 
WWE is going to do. I don't know if they're going to try to do something where they can stay in the Amway Center a little longer, or they're going to go back to the Performance Center, or they're going to go somewhere else. And another rumor, uh, the 2021 Royal Rumble, which is scheduled to take place in January, may be taking place in Saudi Arabia. You know, Vince is looking for a big crowd, and Saudi Arabia is a good place. Uh, they don't have any issues with uh, COVID, and I won't be surprised. I will not be surprised. I won't put it past it to go to uh, Saudi Arabia to have that big crowd since he missed out on WrestleMania and he missed out on SummerSlam. Not his fault. This is all due to COVID, so I won't be surprised if we see Royal Rumble and uh, Saudi Arabia. But, man, that's going to be an interesting show if the Royal Rumbles in Saudi Arabia. It's been done before with the greatest Royal Rumble, so I think it's going to be a pretty interesting show should it take place. I'm sorry about uh, my background, y'all. What's January. Yeah. I'm sorry about the background, man. My dad's getting on my nerves about something. But anyway, you talk about the Royal Rumble. So you're saying that the Royal, the Royal Rumble will be happening in Saudi? It's a good chance, yes. That's the plan they're going with. Now, that's great. It's a slight problem. First of all, it's going to be hot as hell. Secondly, women's the women's division. As you all know, the first time we did this, uh, it was good, but they, they called it plain problems. What really happened was, after the match, Natalia... And uh, what was it? Lacey Evans. They decided yeah, right. to, you know, high-five the fans. In Saudi, women doing that is a no-no. It's uh-huh. a uh, no, they don't, no, no PDA. That's why they were held up for a couple of days. That was a mistake. But they made sure they didn't, that didn't happen again that, that second time when Barry fought uh, uh, Naomi. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, and the Elmiga should be returning soon from injury, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> I know um, Carmella's getting set to return. Um, what's her name? Uh, Amber Moon, who's still out injured. I was telling a friend of mine that's dark, and I, I don't think she's coming back from her injury. Uh, she suffered a really bad ankle injury in the middle of last year, and she's been out pretty much almost all Damn near a year she's been out. And I don't want to sound mean. I don't want to sound negative. But to be honest, I don't think she's coming back. This might be the end of her career. You know, she suffered a really bad ankle injury. Similar to the 
won the Edgehead in 2009. That's when uh, he came back and uh, won the Royal Rumble in 2010. That same injury. Uh, that's what she's currently dealing with now. But as we know, she's not Edge. Edge, who should be returning as well to uh, continue his beef with uh, Randy Orton. Rumor has it Randy's supposed to take the belt, stay champion to WrestleMania, and drop and face Edge for the title. That's a rumor. I don't know what's going to happen between here and there and after. But um, it's going to be interesting to see if that happens or not. I know they have big plans for both Edge and Randy Orton, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And Drew McIntyre, who was successfully defended the WWE Championship against Randy Orton in the ambulance match, we saw a lot of interference. We've seen Flair, we've seen Michaels, we've seen Victor, we've seen Christian, and Drew McIntyre retained the title. Laid out an open challenge the next night on Raw. We've seen Robert Roode return and answer that open challenge. Drew McIntyre would defeat Robert Roode to retain the championship. Randy Orton would get his revenge by attacking uh, Michaels, Christian, Big Show, and uh, Ric Flair. Several times with a chair. Shawn Michaels is scheduled to be on NXT tomorrow night to uh, do something with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Finn Balor. Shawn Michaels scheduled to appear tomorrow on NXT. Uh, NXT UK, they're making another championship. They just started their championship tournament. And the winner of the tournament will be crowned the new champion that they're, they're introducing into the NXT UK. Uh, I wish I remembered the name of the championship belt, but I don't remember. But yeah, they're building a second singles championship. They got a tournament going. The winner of the tournament will be the new champion. So that will add to the women's tag team and the uh, NXT UK champion, who is still currently Walter. Uh, Walter, who had uh, appeared on last week's episode, Last week's episode also uh, had a UK women's title match. Kaylee Ray defeated Piper Nevlin to retain the championship. And she's approaching a year being the champion. Gallus, UK tag champions, also approaching a year. Uh, Walter, who's held the championship for a little over a year. And uh, I think Walter right now is the longest champion in the company right now. So uh, Walter is a Walter is a big dog. That Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, I had high expectations for. Big big high expectations. I thought the match was going to be somewhat of a knockdown drag out, back and forth, close call type affair. But it wasn't. It was somewhat of a one-sided match. Jey Uso had a couple of, couple of occasions during the match where he looked like he was going to win, but then Roman Reigns would dominate most of the match. And then his brother Jimmy would come out and stop the match and throw in a towel. I just didn't like the finish. Uh, 
I don't know. I had so high hopes for the match, and then when I seen it, I was kind of let down. Like technically, I understood what I was going with it—the family drama. Roman saying, "I've been kicking your ass since we were kids, and I'm going to kick your ass again." And they played a little off of that during the match. That part of the match, I understood, but you know, it, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't into it too much. I thought they could have did a little bit better with they have with the match. And then we have the uh, the. Smackdown tag belts. I didn't care too much for the match. The match wasn't all that great. They did with little. With the match they could. As good as Nakamura and Cesaro are. Those two need to be treated better. Especially those two are some of the best wrestlers in the world. And the best wrestlers in the company. Not saying Lucha House Party's bad, but... Cesaro and Nakamura are two guys who are main event level material and they need to be treated like main event material. They've just been, um, they haven't been used to their full potential. I'll just say that. There's several guys who haven't been used to their full potential. Robert Roode's a guy I've praised for months, for years. For years, I've been saying WWE needs to get Robert Roode. And then when he finally got him, I was happy. He's on the next team. I'm happy. They're using him the right way. Comes to the main roster. He gets some sort of success. Wins the U.S. title. Becomes a multiple-time world tag team champion. They could be doing a lot better. And I hope they do more with him. Samoa Joe is another guy I hope they do more with. I think he's one of the... He's a magnificent performer. Absolutely one of the best. And I'm looking forward to see what they do with him in the future. Once he's healed and ready to go from his injury, he steps off commentary. I, I can't wait to see what they do with him. It's like, I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. I'm a big Samoa Joe mark. And, uh... That dude, that something else. I'm also waiting for Daniel Bryan to return. I'm a fan of his move. But, uh, NXT UK, um, I do believe they have a takeover coming in the coming months. Of course, we have NXT TakeOver 31, which is next month. Hell which is also next month. And then you have the survivors. There's no word, there's no word on what the current, the current theme is for this year's Survivor Series and what they're gonna do with it. I don't know if they're gonna have the whole Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT theme again this year. I don't know. Especially with COVID and the Thunderdome expiring. It's gonna be interesting to see if they do a Survivor Series. And I also want to bring up an important fact, uh, the, WWE draft is returning. Me personally, I can care less about it. It's not the same as it was when they did it years earlier. If they were to do it the way they did it 2005 and 6 and 7, it'll be fine. But now it's just trash. Everybody's going back and forth. They're not really making a big deal out of it. It's like, I remember when 
If you are raw, you are raw. You're on SmackDown, you're on SmackDown. He wasn't going back and forth. There was no stupid wild card role. The only way you saw people from Raw and SmackDown was when they did a joint pay-per-view. And at the time, Raw had their own pay-per-views, and SmackDown had their own pay-per-views. If they, if they are going to get serious with this, they need to start doing that again. That's what they should do. That's what I want them to do. That's what they should do. And that's what they need to do. Because this whole draft thing makes no sense at all. Everybody's going back and forth. People's being traded. Which also makes no sense. What are you doing to trade for? There's no point in that. Uh, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So hopefully they do something with it and do it the way they did it years earlier. They do it that way, it will have some meaning to it. It will make sense. Personally, I also think they have one too many championships in WWE right now. But um, if they're going to do this draft thing, they need to get serious with it and do it the way they had it years earlier. There isn't much talk going around with AEW. They really don't have anything coming up. Chris Jericho, who's scheduled to compete tomorrow against private parties, Isaiah Cassidy. Also, uh, Moxley is scheduled to appear, and Myro, the former Rusev, is scheduled to appear on the show. Of course, Brody Lee, and they're going to continue the whole thing with the Dark Order and Cody and that nonsense. I think the whole Dark Order thing is stupid. Then again, a lot of things in the Dark is stupid. Now, a lot of their storylines don't make sense. They're hurting their talent. They're making their talent look weak. Chris Jericho, I don't know what the hell is going on with him. He went from being a serious main eventer to a comedy guy. Essentially, that's what Chris Jericho has become, a comedy guy. Me personally, as a fan, I do not like Chris Jericho in AEW. I take his work in New Japan over AEW. Speaking of New Japan, John Moxley, who will defend the IWGP United States Championship against the number one contender, Kento, at New Japan's next pay-per-view. In the NWA, who just signed a recent partnership with a company, I forgot the name of the company, can't remember the name right now, uh... They're going to be doing a couple of pay-per-views for several weeks, similar to how TNA started. When TNA first started, they didn't have TV. They had pay-per-view. They were on pay-per-view every week for about two and a half years before they got their deal with, uh, with uh, Fox Sportsnet. They were on Fox Sportsnet before coming to Spike in 2005. But, um, yeah, that's what the NWA is doing. They're back. They're doing shows. I'm happy for them. I hope they return to YouTube and fight TV with uh, NWA Power. You know, I am a big fan of what Billy Corgan has done with the NWA. The NWA is wrestling. That's what wrestling is supposed to be. The NWA. But Triple H is doing with NXT. Fabulous. What uh, Billy Corgan is doing with uh, the NWA is fabulous. That right there. It's pro wrestling. That's what wrestling needs to be about. That's what wrestling is all about. You need Japan as well. 
Thank you. You want some good wrestling with none of the no bull stuff, no stupidness, no dog and pony show, no sports entertainment. If you watch wrestling, to watch wrestlers wrestle, that's what you watch. I love the NWA. I love the old school feel. I love the the 1980s look. Time. Billy Corgan, for those who don't know, is the lead singer of the rock band, The Smashing Pumpkins. He's been a wrestling fan his whole life. He knows wrestling, respects wrestling, he gets it, he understands it, and he's doing a tremendous job with it. And ROH, Ring of Honor, they've been out since March, and uh, they're currently in the works of doing shows, which I've said in the past. But, you know, the company has said, we're going to do shows, we're going to do shows, and nothing has gone. Nothing happened, nothing has taken place. But uh, it looks like this time they're actually going to be a bit serious about it. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be watching. It's going to be interesting to see if they actually come around this time and do shows. You know, um, the business needs to pick up. Actually, everything needs to pick up from COVID. You know, COVID has hit everybody hard. It's hit every business hard. It's affected every business. Pretty much a lot of things haven't been the same since uh, we've been hit with this COVID-19. We're going to get through this. We're going to survive it. Uh, I honestly don't know how much longer it's going to be around, but I do know it's going to go well into next year. So for those of you who are planning to have some New Year's type stuff and watch the ball drop, yeah, um, that's not going to happen this year. Yeah. New Year's Eve is canceled due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. you want to watch the ball drop, you're going to have to watch it online. Preach it now. Which sucks. We are here in the background. Yes, sir. I had my dad or something, but uh, you talking about hey, what, what are we talking about? I had my dad or something. Well, I was saying that um, COVID is hit. It's hit everybody and affected everything hard. Hell yeah. So, so hard to the point where, you know, watching the balls drop and being down there and everybody doing their usual New Year's type stuff, well, that stuff has been canceled. Mm-hmm. For the first time ever, it's not going to happen. Right. Uh, and I also mentioned um, um, ROH has been out since March, and they've said several times, we're going to come back, we're going to come back and do shows. And They've done nothing. They've been saying this for three months, but it looks like they might actually do it this time. But I'm not convinced until something happens. Yeah. Well, like like they would say, Corona has shut down everything. Everybody, everybody got to sit the hell down and just chill out somewhere. If you want to uh, go out, you better wear a mask nowadays. And well, that's our life for that for right now. Unfortunately. And speaking of, we're going to take a very quick break. I got two things. First, Disney Plus and a special message from our friend Samuel L. Jackson. Disney Disney Plus is first. We'll be right back.
I don't know, second, I get my commercial straight out. We're not live like we normally are. We'll be live October 1st. Okay, right back. Let's take it from the top. Some things happening. Something extraordinary. Something exciting. Something authentic and true. Everything changes now. What's next? The future. That's our specialty. like a free a free trial 6.99 if you would like to uh have it forever every month all you gotta do is 7.57 a month i promise you you would not regret it it is cool they got disney plus you get the hulu bundle disney plus and espn and i'm not blowing smoke because i use this myself like i say i would never promote a product on this show i don't use myself so check that out. And also we have a word from Samuel L. Jackson. If only he can. It's a little too late for this because uh, we're in the situation we're in. So this is the ship has passed on this. David Burton's going to answer the phone right quick. Let's call David back one second. Yo, yo, man, what happened to you? Sorry. Yeah. I was about to say what happened. It just got cut off. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is past. We are past staying at home and being safe. because Some people don't get the message. But we always have a plan B. Samuel L. Jackson, as only he can. We'll be right back. It's been going on since March. Uh Uh-huh. Seven months, if you can believe it. Seven months. Yeah, since uh, this started, what, March? March, yes. March, April, May, June, July, August. Oh, yeah. Seven months ago. Mm-hmm. And there's the word on the street. is a second wave in the wintertime. And you can imagine the quarantine that we have to go under for the winter. 
that's when I knew. I was like, okay, we're going. This is going well into next year. Next year going to be very different. But first of all, we got to get to this right quick. As only Samuel L. Jackson can. Check it out. Stay the fuck at home. The Rona is spreading. This shit is no joke. It's no time to work or roam. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the fuck at home. Now, technically, I'm not a doctor. But motherfuckers listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam fucking Jackson. Imploring you, keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the fuck at home. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the fuck home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the motherfucking app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the fuck at home. Thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve. Because that shit is steep. And now that you're home, please feel free to go the fuck to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our friend Samuel L. Jackson as best he could. By the way, we're going to air on blogtalkradio.com uh, October 1st. So I might drop a little something, something. And some, that's a Wednesday, if my memory's correct? That's a Thursday, I believe. Oh, Thursday, okay. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, Thursday. Tomorrow's the 30th. So Thursday. No, I'm confused. Tomorrow's the 30th. First is. It was a Thursday. We we will be back on the air for an hour or so. Going, we'll, I'll I'll even I'll even pay the premium on that thing, and we'll go an hour to our broadcast. And tomorrow afternoon, twelve o'clock here, eleven a.m. in Virginia. The ever controversial John Mays back in the house. David, you, you ever you ever uh, talk to John May on on wrestling tracks? Uh yeah, I think once or twice. Yeah, so you, you, those of you not familiar with John May, you are in for a treat, man. This dude is controversial as can be, uncensored. Nothing is off limits. I mean, nothing. This dude will say first thing on his mind. If you ever heard of John May, God help you. So tomorrow at noon here, eleven a.m. David, the Royal Rumble of next year, Russell. Uh, Hell in the Cell this year would be very interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm interested to see how the Hell in the Cell is going to look in the Thunderdome. With no live fans, virtual fans only. And I've, here's where I'm on the street. When you sign up for virtual uh, Thunderdome, it is going to be very strict. Here's what they want you to do. You cannot, re- like you would normally come, you normally boo and cheer, right? You don't only boo, cheer, a few profanity here and there. Maybe drink a little bit. Thunder don't, nope. You know, booing, no cheering of any kind. They got audio clips for that. They got audio clips of booing and cheering. They don't want you to do, they don't want you to do, they just want you to get there and watch. 
You can't appear like you're drinking or you can't get drunk in your own damn home. That's messed up. Uh, they want you to wear their apparel or any wrestling apparel is fine. Well, not any wrestling apparel. Specifically, WWE apparel, specifically. If you happen to have some, that's great and encouraged. If you don't, don't wear any other programming. Uh, uh, what you mean? What you mean? If you have a TNA shirt, do not wear. Well, actually, no, no, because they they own the libraries. That's good. TNA shirts, okay. Uh, Impact Wrestling shirt. That's no, no. Same thing. Yeah, Same but they, they just they 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 own the TNA library. They don't own Impact Wrestling. That's competition. A W shirt, nope. Uh, uh, if you got an old school WCW shirt, that's great. Wear that. You got the old school the WWF shirt, that's even better. Well, they'll blur, they'll blur it out because we're WWE now, but same thing. They, got you to, they want you to follow a lot of rules for that stuff. Yeah. That's the first time they, they launched it. A whole lot of mess. A, a video. It turns out it was a movie. It was seeing somebody getting killed. And uh, somebody played that on Thunderdome. A picture of Chris Benoit. Uh, what else? Uh, Someone dressed up in a KKK outfit. That was fucked up. <laughs> a picture of Kenny Omega, which is also a no-no, but I see uh, competitor. Uh-huh. Yeah, so when they saw that, they got even more strict. Oh, yeah. I was like, y'all keep doing that. You're going to make stuff even harder for other people that want to get on. Yeah. So if you do want to sign up for Thunderdome after all that, you still want to do it, go to WBThunderdome.com and you can sign up. But mind you, they is strict. Yes, and let's not forget the roughly 2006, I remember that. Team with Matt Hardy, Heidenreich, um, I guess, Contrick. He did a little bit of singles work, but that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. So, uh, most road warriors are no longer with us now. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. I hate I hate the same subject. A lot of people, uh, some people don't like the Mysterio thing. 
the family it is. You know. No, I don't like the whole storyline. Dominique, I'm I'm not I'm not dissing Dominique. He got a lot right. of potential. A lot of potential. But when you bring in everybody else, you you're killing it. You got something good and you're killing it. I mean, I just think right now it's a bit uh, too much overkill. They should just leave it alone. Yeah. And Dominique is a great dude. He put a lot of potential here, man. Uh, and Ray, let's be honest. How how much can he go, you know? Every of us got to think mm-hmm. about calling it quits. Yeah, he's, he's injured right now, too, as a matter of fact, which is why he's not, he's not, or he hasn't been in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got injured during that, that last pay-per-view, I believe it was, uh, wait, was it Thomas? No, was it or the, or the one where they teamed up, mm-hmm. uh, Payback, that's what it was. Yeah, I got confused because they want to do two of them back-to-back <laughs> two weeks in a row. He's not clear to compete. And by the way, uh, I told my sister this many years ago. WWE has full, fully licensed medical staff at all times ringside, and they have they have their own doctors, and they have not cleared Ray for competition. That's true. Mm-hmm. Which can be a pain in the butt for some people. Oh yeah. Like I remember uh, before Daniel Bryan returned in 2018, he didn't come back that fast because he got cleared by. His outside doctors, but the company's doctors didn't clear him. It yeah. wasn't until the company's doctors said, okay, you're good to go, that he was like, I'm back now. Which yeah. I frustrating for people. You go to your own doctor, and they say, okay, you're clear. But then WWE says, nope, you're not ready yet. Yeah. I can only imagine that frustration. I remember seeing Stitches and Mick. I remember I saw uh, WrestleMania 22, the DVD version, the extra folks getting stitches. Yeah, I have that DVD. And the doctors just stitching them up and everything. And I never experienced. I I used to want to be a wrestler, man. Until I saw what they go through, I like now nah, commentary is my thing. I'm yeah, still with commentary. But even the commentary, you got some mess ups, you know. Remember that yeah, time, I, uh, what you call it, uh, on the Spanish commentary team, uh, Hugo, I think, I want to say Hugo, he, he had, to, yeah, yeah. he got a shot, I believe, with a chair, something like that, and got, oh, yeah, with Hogan hit him with the chair, right? yeah, it was Vincent Man, Vincent Man, the Hogan, WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 19, and mm-hmm. he whiffed for Hogan, Vince ducked, bam, knocked him out with the chair. I knew he got hit by somebody else, too. I should yeah. forget who it was. Even Tony Chimmel got hit by a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I remember WrestleMania 12 when Sean went to hit Brett with Sweet Chin music and Brett ducked, and then Tony got hit in the face. Uh. And knocked him out unconscious. And people thought it was part of the show. He was like, no, I was out. Mm-hmm. Like, I really got hit. I was out. Yeah, because he's not a trained athlete. He's a commentator. Right. He was like, that, that was not part of the show. That was real. He really hit me, and he really knocked me out. Shoot. 
there's blood everywhere. And he's not most wrestlers, you know, they're trained to take these take these look take these bumps. Uh he ain't he count he was out. Yeah, I remember um oh happening well he he's taking some bumps. Oh, yeah. He said the worst one he ever took was on an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event. This is on the network anyway. Um Hulk Hogan picked him up and press slammed him. Uh-huh. He threw him. He threw him out of the ring, and Andre Giant was supposed to catch him. Mm-hmm. But uh, Andre kind of messed up. <laughs> God bless Andre. Andre's last match was what the uh, his last the, well, the, the he, match. His last televised WWE match was um well in this country was um WrestleMania six. Mm-hmm. Uh, after WrestleMania 6, they wrestled, they were in Tokyo for two weeks doing a super show with, uh, New Japan and an independent company called SWS, which was a short-lived, small, independent company, Japan. Mm. So they went there for two weeks and they wrestled a bunch of matches with their guys and that aired on TV. But those matches were recorded, but it came on later on, a few months after. So technically, that was his last WWE televised match. But his last televised match in the United States with WWE was WrestleMania 6. I believe, I think I might be totally wrong on this. He, for a cup of coffee, he did WCW. No, he never went. Okay. Well, he, he was there for one show. They had a, a 20th anniversary uh, special on TBS, and he was one of the guests. Gotcha, gotcha. So that was the only reason he was there, which Vince was not too happy about. Oh, of course <laughs> not. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Vince, my top, one of my top guys that doesn't appear for somebody else, I'd be tripping too. Yeah. Because normally, if you're going to do something like that, you have to get permission. Yeah. See, I can't speak for any other promotion, but I do know that Vince, basically, when you work for WWE, you're not allowed to go anywhere else. You're not allowed to work for anybody else but them. Well, wait a minute. Unless it's in your contract, like Jerry Lawler, he wrestles for several promotions while he's with WWE. Yeah, but that's independent. Those really don't count. I'll yeah. put it this way, major promotions. Gotcha, like, gotcha. If you're contracted to WWE, you're not going to go um, work for um, ROH. Uh-huh. Uh, Vince gives the okay, like you did with Jericho in New Japan, which was before Jericho left. Gotcha. Or, or, or Brock in the UFC. Like, if Vince doesn't say no, it's not going to happen. David, or, take over for me. I'll be right back. <laughs> or. Or another thing is, if they don't have a working relationship ah, with one company, for example, if they're not working with I just got this ICW, independent company in England, or WXW, an independent company in England, in Scotland, they have working relationships with 
David, I just got my glasses fixed and they broke. <laughs> hang on, David. Uh, All right. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta take care of my dog right quick. Take over for me. Yeah. So basically, if the company is not doing business with another company, then you're not allowed to work for anybody else unless they say you can go and work for somebody else. Or do some other show. Independent shows, those are fine. But anywhere else is a no-no. You know, this is very strict. You're not, you're not allowed to work for anybody else. You're not allowed to go anywhere. You're told who to wrestle, when to wrestle, and what to do. You know, some people can't deal with that. Some people, they don't like that idea. Also, some people, they've turned it down because they don't want to deal with all that stuff. They don't want to be controlled to that, uh, that, uh, caliber, I'll say. Once you work for WWE, they own you, so to speak. No, that's just how it is. But, um, which is part of the reason why there's no labor unions in the world of pro wrestling, which I know Jesse Ventura tried to fund one back in 1986, and that went down the tubes, and then found, you know, the cases in interest. have a passion for. You really have to like it. Actually, I say if you get into anything, you have to like it. And you have to have a passion for it. Because if you get into something for all the wrong reasons, it's going to fail. You know, if you if you want to get into something just to be a star and be on TV, then it's going to backfire. Whatever it is that you choose to get into, make sure it's something that you legitimately and honestly want to do and have a passion for. Don't get into something for the wrong reasons. If you get into something for the wrong reasons, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. You know, these types of things people don't understand. But... Anyway, the uh, Survivor Series scheduled to take place in November, originally supposed to take place, and unfortunately, COVID messed that up. Actually, WWE had to do the...
David. Yo, yo. Hey on, ladies and gentlemen. We are sorry about that. Take problems all over the place. One more time. So I do apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. I did air here. We're sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. They, what were you saying for they cut you off so rudely? It's cool. Technical difficulties are uh, happening. Oh, of course. And we appreciate you guys putting it up with us out of all these years. Mm-hmm. All right. You were talking about, uh, what were you talking about before? They cut you off. Um, Survivor Series was originally supposed to take place in uh, Dallas. Yes, sir. Right here. Unfortunately, Corona said nope. Corona said no about a lot of stuff. Man, I was I was getting ready to buy tickets before this thing broke out, man. And <laughs> that's what happened, but I don't know how that's going to probably be virtual uh, Thunderdome thing. I heard they wanted to do something with that, but I don't know what the other there was. Uh-huh. And you know what, to be honest, that's what they should do before next year comes. Actually, it's, gonna take, it's supposed to take place next year, WrestleMania weekend. I heard that. I also heard, like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, they want to have their 2021 class going before next year. Like, the plan, I heard their their original plan was to do it before SummerSlam, but that Mm -hmm. didn't end up happening. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it before SummerSlam. It's like, yeah, let's see what happens, and nothing happens. Well, that sucks, man. Corona just is being a whole it was like what we ended up happening was we got a return of Roman Reigns who aligned himself with uh, Paul Heyman oh uh, I also want to say a special congratulations to uh, John Moxley who who is the number one wrestler on the PWI 500 list, Pro Wrestling Illustrated list. Wow. So, uh, congratulations to him. For those who don't know about Pro Wrestling Illustrated, it is the, it's a big deal. It's a wrestling magazine. It's a big deal to be in that magazine. It's an even bigger deal to be on the cover. Like, that magazine is legendary. It's been around for over 40 years. It started back in 1972, and it's the only magazine in this country that is still active. Whoa, that's cool. That's big. Yes, well, all the other magazines no longer exist. That's the only one that's currently still active. You, bro, picture this. Of all wrestling magazines, especially WWE, who's been around for 30, 40 years, 
mm-hmm. even they stop producing, stop ish, doing issues. New yeah, Japan, WWE, uh, every every wrestling magazines because he got the internet now. Anyway, that's kind of like played out, but some people still do that. Yeah, because there were about at least five or six magazines. Plus, on top of that, you had companies that had their own magazines, like WCW had their own magazine. Uh-huh. Of course, WWE had their own magazine. Well, they had three magazines, technically. Mm-hmm. I remember they had WWE magazine, then they got rid of that and came out with Raw and SmackDown magazine. Then they bought back WWE magazine, and now it's gone. Yeah. Last time I saw the magazine, the shield was on the cover, and that's the last time I saw it. Yes, that was the last issue. Mm. They still make magazines, but they only do them for special occasions. Wow. Like, I just I saw one earlier this year when they were hyping um, um, this year's um, um, WrestleMania. Uh-huh. No, no, no. It wasn't WrestleMania. My fault. It was... Uh, uh, SmackDown. That was last year, the 20th anniversary. They had a special uh, SmackDown magazine that was dedicated to SmackDown for the 20th anniversary. And they just released a new magazine titled WWE Encyclopedia. That just came out like two or three weeks ago. So they still put out magazines, but they only do them for special occasions. Uh-huh. But besides that, they don't make them anymore. I didn't know that magazine was made until I saw the, uh, I, I saw it in the store. I saw it in the Walgreens. I was like, holy crap. It was like, I saw both. I saw the SmackDown one and I saw the, uh, the uh, Encyclopedia. Man, I remember back in the day, I was at uh the store back gas little little grocery store back in the day. They used to have these very small editions of the magazine. That's old school for you. They don't do that no more. I remember for a cup of coffee, as you like to say, they had a kids magazine, but that didn't uh-huh. last long. Yeah. Right. And it was it was actually I've read it and it's pretty good. But it didn't last long. I've seen it but I never actually looked at it. I did see the raw magazines and the SmackDown magazine. Uh I remember uh I was gonna get one for my nephew and I looked at it, you know, to make sure everything's cool. I was like, This is kinda this is kinda tight. Yeah, like I saw them, but I never actually looked at them. I was like, oh, they got a kid's magazine? Mm-hmm. Interesting. They used to have, back in the day, WWE for the the kid version of WWE.com. Huh. I didn't know about that. Oh, yes. Yeah. They don't do that now, but they used to do back in the day. Right. I was always familiar with... Uh, uh-huh. Man, they also man. They used to do. I don't think you remember this. They used to. Uh, uh, it was Saturday morning on CW. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Saturday morning slam. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I watched I the episode. I, That's right. I, I, I saw it once or twice. Man, I, I watched that thing, bro. Honestly, rated G is the lowest you can go. That's the lowest you can get. Man, I, I saw it like maybe once or twice. I was like, huh. They had Randy Orton come out. They had Randy Orton come out and his music was edited because it was PG. It was rated G. So, uh, you ever heard Randy Orton sing songs? Some verses had to come out and be edited and everything else. Yeah, they, they had to be very careful of what they said and did. And they had to be very careful of, of what they did in the ring. Uh-huh. So that had to be a frustrating show to produce. Oh, man. That was a high miss towards the end. It was like, okay, Vince, we can't do this no more. This is just too damn much. Yeah. It's one thing to be PG, but to be G, is the, that's the most humiliating lowest you can get. It's like, oh, we're ready to cheat. We're... we're like you can't say I'll, you can't say you know what I'm gonna whoop your ass nah you gotta say I'm gonna kick your butt that's not put it I don't fit the fear of God nobody mm-hmm. I don't scare nobody look I, look me and you getting around whoop your ass that scared you you, you, you know you, what I did here is that <laughs> I don't know if it's true but a lot of the matches they were mostly female matches like you didn't have a lot of guys wrestling each other for that particular reason on that show uh-huh like a female can get away with saying something like that, but a man would just sound stupid. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's why there were more female matches on that show than it was guy matches. Altogether, it was pretty good. The best show ever that we ever produced was Velocity. Velocity was okay. It was Saturday, Saturday nights. Was now, I miss Sunday Night Heat on the network. I, they have it on the network. They got 99 and 2000. They don't have, uh, no, they got 98, 99. Not Saturday night. They used to air just before midnight, and they would do the show in uh, nightclubs, but it didn't last long in nightclubs. Uh-huh. That was an interesting show. Uh, I, I, I wish they put 2003 heat. On the on the network, they got ninety nine and ninety eight on the network. Yeah, they only have select episodes, and they're gonna add more stuff over time. I know they just added Velocity because they got select episodes of Velocity, and they're gonna add more episodes of that over time. Man, I know um, Confidential is another show that's on there that I actually liked. Interesting show. They'll give you like maybe two matches and that's about it. I'm I'm looking I'm looking for the heat where uh, Michael Cole and Taz they address Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. I'm looking for that one. I, it's on YouTube, but I'm I want on the oh, network. Oh right, right, right. That was before the uh, the uh, Judgment Day pay per view. Yeah, when they had the take turns calling the pay per view. And this is before uh, Raw and SmackDown had their own pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were calling all the pay-per-views. And Michael Cole and Taz was like, damn, we ain't calling no pay-per-views. You guys are getting all the pay-per-views. We're not getting nothing. So after that, that's when Raw and SmackDown started having their own pay-per-views. Yeah. 
In fact, I watched that. I watched that. He goes, I got an idea. We take turns. Uh You call the first half of the pay-per-view and we call the second. I was like, all right, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. I watched that every time I watch uh, that pay-per-view. I watch the Heat first. It makes more sense. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. That's how. That's how I do it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like, they're getting all the pay per view matches, and they would call the whole show. They would do the Raw and SmackDown matches. Jr. and the King, mm-hmm. and Michael Cole and Taz is like, "What about us? We're not getting nothing. Like we're not even calling the SmackDown matches. You saw right. not fair." And I agreed with them. Yeah, because they they're doing uh interviews backstage and whatnot and Jerry Lawler and, and King they get all the big stuff yeah so I'm guessing after that happened well after that happened that's when they did the um the Raw Smackdown pay-per-view mm-hmm. but I agree with Cole and Cass though mm. now, you guys are getting all the about ECW as he did in the past. Yeah. As it's been many years later, so I wonder if he still feels that way. I'm sure he does. He still doesn't like Paul Heyman. Well, Paul Heyman is a difficult person to love, you know? <laughs> yeah. I like Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is a brilliant genius. But as a human being, uh, him and Paul Heyman have a dinner together. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't see him and Paul Heyman on table for, on table for three, if you will. There, man, there goes technical problems. They go our technical difficulties, man. They, I don't know where they burden that even get together. We're gonna try this one more time, y'all. One more time, everybody. Yeah, that was um that was on mine. Somebody was trying to call me. Yeah. But anyway, so ladies. It wasn't, it wasn't the technical difficulties that time. That time was actually me. Right. <laughs> Man, I think like as far as personally as a human being goes, you won't see Jerry Lawler or Paul Heyman on table for three. Oh no. Unless they're told to. I think they'll do it if they have to. Because I don't think they're willingly gonna do that. They won't be exchanging Christmas cards, I'll tell you that. Sure. <laughs> now, I wouldn't mind Lawler and Taya. That's a very interesting thing to tell right there. I know they did commentary once together. Yeah. When Michael called it. I remember that. He still there? Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to just. We 
have actually we try to go for an hour, ladies and gentlemen. We normally, uh, I've always wanted to do an hour show to the like till we can't go any further that we reach that point. So David Burton has tapped out, and I'm going to go ahead and beat you a do if you will. But however, tomorrow afternoon, right here, blogtrader.com, John Mays in the house. 12 o'clock afternoon, 11 a.m. from Virginia. If you've not heard of John May, check him out. He is a very interesting character, and he will be in the house tomorrow afternoon right here on blogtalkradio.com. We're going to try this again. He's saying it wasn't him. We're going to see him on a second. All this technical difficulties going on around here, David. All these technical difficulties, man. What's going on around here? Like Marvin Gates say, what's going on? Can you tell me what's going on? That's all right. But anyway, we're going to, I want to just, that's why I get on my phone one more time. One more time, y'all. Hang on a second here. Bear with me. All right, we're going to try this one more time. Last time, David Burton finally got this together. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on? Give me. Uh, well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank you very much for hanging out with us. We apologize for any and all technical difficulties. Don't worry. Tomorrow, we can't promise that. But it won't be technical difficulties tomorrow. But I can promise John May should be in the house tomorrow at 12 noon here, 11 a.m. in Virginia. We're going to tape it and we're going to post it later. We're going to return to blogtory.com October 1st, and you get all the information you need. When you when you see these episodes, mind you, they are recorded, they are taped. Our live broadcast will be Thursday, October 1st, maybe. But have a great day. Enjoy NXT at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on the USA Network. Have a great night, everybody. See you.